Talofa and welcome to the Polytech podcast, part of the Wiz Wiz Network. This podcast is my attempt to share some stories from El Pasifica people working within IT and technology industry, just to understand their journeys and hopefully inspire people to see how they got there and follow in their footsteps. Um, so without further ado, I'd like to jump into welcoming my guest today. Uh, unfortunately, we had a great discussion, but all the great talk happened after we stopped recording. Uh, so I'm still learning, but hopefully you get to enjoy my guest today, Filippo Yubati. Welcome. 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 Carlos. Welcome. Welcome to the Polytech Podcast. Podcasts, um, one of the Wiz Wiz Network podcasts. So, uh, Wiz Wiz. We're just kicking it off here. We've uh, got Cams in the studio um, producing today. Fact checker. What's up, Cams? What's up, everyone? Um, got my also Steph, he's over here in the background. He doesn't need a mic, he's just uh, checking it out. Um, and we're welcome, uh, honoured to have my, my guest in the studio today, uh, Filippo Lupati. Welcome, brother. Thank you, thank you. But can you, it's Yupati. Oh, man, honestly, <laughs> Islanders, still getting it wrong. Wow. I thought it was a capital I. <laughs> so you like and the rest of the Palangas that work, man. <laughs> Hey, but uh, actually, brother, before I get into it, your, your full name, bro, it's hyphenated. Can you please pronounce your full name for us? Yeah, yeah. so it's um, it's Tokelaun. So name is Hulipo Hakatunga Yupati. Yupati. All right. That's the one. Thank you, brother. Hey, so welcome to Polytech, man. Hey, no, I don't want to, I just want to just jump straight into it, man. Uh, so tell us about where you are now, like what you're actually doing, and then we'll work back from there. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, I work for a GPS provider called E-Road, sort of one of the biggest, um, I would say, they're one of the bigger logistic companies in New Zealand, offering sort of a telematics solution, sort of SaaS product for um, heavy trucks and trailers. Mm. Um, been there for about five years, sort of worked my way from just being from tech support to where I am now, which is enterprise support. So cool. just one instead of looking after all customers just look at the specific customers now yeah, yeah, so okay. yeah and their technical needs awesome yeah yeah man so so i guess we'll start in terms of the the e-road stuff that you do right now in terms of that i guess when we talk it support and so we'll dive into what we're talking about in terms of it because that's a, a huge ocean now i want to get into yeah 100 um, but but I guess where you are right now in terms of enterprise support. So what does that cover in terms of, of the support around E-Road? Yeah, so well, my role my role specifically is being the so when you have like a say like have a big customer, so say I don't know, we talk in in terms of size of fleets, yeah. Oh, okay. So um the main freak be a big customer? Ah, uh, let's not name names, eh? Let's not name names. No. Don't want to get caught out. <laughs> no, so it's um if we talk about a big customer, so a big enterprise customer would be the same like um, maybe maybe say 300 to 1,000 trucks, trailers, vehicles, right? So um, my role in the, in the whole machine, I guess, is really just that um, that relation, being that being that um, internal state, of, I guess, internal outcomes guy yeah. for the sales rep that looks after the after the enterprise customer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's like... That, that means I'm going and um, any complaints that come through or technical requests, they come to me, I have to translate it and put through as a request for engineering oh, okay. or the PDE guys in the back end. So it's just being that go-between at the moment. Awesome, okay. Yeah. 
And so I guess, Eero, what, what started you there? Like, why did you move into that company in particular? Yeah, so I think the the easiest way to put it is that they were, they were probably the first company that gave me a chance. Right. Yeah, so before I was at E-Road, I was, um, I was working sort of as an orderly, Waitakere Hospital, just pushing linen around. And just, yeah. All of a sudden, I was like, man, I want to change a career. Man, this is getting me nowhere. So, you know, put through a couple of couple of job um, uh, job applications and stuff, and E-Road probably just the people that gave me the chance. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. And five years later, I'm still there. And so, in terms of the technology, what was the start like? Yeah, I guess walking into this place, Eroad, from an orderly to oh, bro, it's exciting! <laughs> it's exciting. Um, I guess, like for myself, I personally have like a passion for technology. Eh? Yeah, just the way that you're able to, um, just the way that the, the, was it you're able to create and create and be an innovator in the area. Just so, even if it's just making something easier, making some streamlining things. You know, it's that whole creativity space. That's my. If someone was to say be a builder i'm that's what i am to say in technology yeah so yeah exciting stuff bro Just i was excited there's and is it more the hands-on that you enjoy in, in terms of technology or yeah so i think it's more the helping people okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so i think um being at erode and sort of you know, coming into christ and sort of one of the one of the things that sort of sort of sprung up with uh, in, in me was the fact that i too i've bottom line i just love helping people yeah you know and you put that with technical support it's a marriage made in heaven you know what i mean you know because the buzz is about getting the outcome for the person and just really you know getting that oh yo thanks so much you know that kind of stuff so in terms of that technical support like how do how do you i guess you know the, the hardest thing for an end user is you know you keep hearing that oh, just restart your machine and and when those solutions don't work you know how do you come to the party you know what's how do you fix those challenges when people just get frustrated of oh, yeah i guess it's um this you know you get to a point where like if say the usuals don't work so you you have your what they call the cheat sheet say so yeah. turn it off turn it back on <laughs> yeah you know it's simple those kinds of things if if those don't work that's where i guess you have to start breaking down you start breaking it breaking all the way down to what the actual problem is mm. You know, is it just that, um, is it, could it be, I'm going to geek out a little bit here, but, you know, is it the fact that um, the, the browser that they're using is wrong? Mm -hmm. Is it the fact that they've just, um, or was it the, the version of the website they're trying to get into is in the wrong region? Yeah. You know, it's simple things like that. So it's about like, um, if, as long as you can sort of break it down into just a, <coughs> wow. <laughs> I guess as long as you can break it down into, the, what the actual pinpoint the actual problem is then you just work up from there if it requires if it's something outside of your skill set you go find somebody you know I mean? so like, you, you go and find somebody that yeah. had that can that, that can fix that problem for you so you're never ever going to be the last person the person that can fix the problem for them yeah. but at least be the person that goes and finds the solution and I think that's that's a, a key thing and I guess when it comes to IT is having that passion to go I think it gets so difficult trying to find the solution and people go down that rabbit hole of trying to, you know, get it fixed themselves where it's like yeah. actually just finding who the right person is and leading them to that, you know, that's a key part of the, the role I, that I've always found. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So like it's all about, I think the, if anything, it's like um, you have your resource, you know, you have your, you have your manual, you have your, um, you have like your sort of instructional documents and stuff in front of you. You know, the stuff that, the, the same help documents that you give the customer. But, and these are what you call your resources. But you also have people. 
and that's probably like one of the sort of the more underrated things that uh, that um, I guess people look at. They say, "Oh, now when I got all of these, why don't you just go ask that person who made it?" You know, yeah. instead of just trying to figure it out yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess. I guess your shift from from coming from where you used to be in into te- technology, I guess there's a huge shift right now. I guess you know with COVID and, and trying to think of different ways um, to work. And we were talking about it just before. Like, were you guys ready to be able to work remotely? And yeah, I think we were sort of in a uh, in a good space. Everything's got a, a lot of what we use is cloud based, so we're able to use we were able to work from anywhere around the world, really, if you know if need be. But um, yeah, I guess we were ready to go. Yeah. Pretty much, it was just like the getting people set up at home and just making sure that they're all comfortable and stuff. But yeah, besides that, it was fine. It's yeah, all good. Yeah. It's ready to go. And so, in terms of that, like getting ready to go, and and I think more people are looking at different ways of working. Mm. Where do you see opportunities lying for for I guess our people? Like, I think rethinking a lot of the jobs that that we do as Pasifika and like where do we figure in? I mean, the job of an orderly. How do we? speak to that going forward in terms of technology look i think in terms of technology it's all about like um i guess covid was excuse me for myself like covid was probably the best thing that ever happened um in terms of opportunity wise because if anything it's sort of how do i put it if you were to in terms of being able to work remotely um being able to, um, or having the tools to be able to continue being productive, so business continuity, mm. you know. Um, I guess for for our, for our Pacifica people, just to look at it as like an opportunity that you can that it, that it's, it's that IT isn't just for nerds. Yeah. The IT isn't just for white people, mm. or you know, it, it comes in all sorts of you know. Let's be honest. I mean, if, yeah. you know, when I if you go to E Road, if yeah. you come to my office, um, especially my office, it's like what eighty percent, ninety percent white people. Uh, well, yeah, and, and I think that's especially in the IT sector. I guess, what does it look like for you? Are you the lone island guy there? Uh, no. So there's actually one. When I started there, there was two of us, same oh, department, same yeah. team. Um, it's grown to about one, two, three, about five of us now. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So yeah. Loan took a loan, a couple of Samoans and UN, yeah. you know, and, um, yeah, until now. But like, if you look at it as a whole, like, if, if you just uh, like um, look past Pacifica and people of color in general, yeah. it's the United Nations. Yeah. You know, you <laughs> yeah. have like Muslims, you have like uh, well, a whole lot of Muslims, you got Indians, Sri Lankans, yeah. Russians. Um, uh, yeah, you just, or was it, we have like a, in our, in sort of the, the main hub, we have like a map and stuff, and it just like dots of where people come from around mm-hmm. the world and it's it's all covered yeah you know across the seven continents it's, it's amazing stuff it truly is and i think that's so i guess back to you when you go oh man i'm interested like was the the passion for it there before you got you went from this oh, i need to change my, my yeah from, from this manual thing. yeah yeah 100 yeah, percent. so i think for myself it was um i've always it's always been there right so like um from when i was a kid uh my my oldest brother, you know, he was he um, he was given a reward. My dad said, "Hey, you uh, you get a you get ducks at the end of uh, at, at the end of college, and I'll uh, I'll send you back to Dogelau for for a holiday." And my, my brother was like, "Oh, yo, I didn't actually want to. Was it? I'll get it, but I want you to spend that money on buying a computer." So you know, oh. hello, Commodore sixty four. You know, so <laughs> it started from there, and then it's just um. I've always sort of had that interest because it's always been around me. You know, the, the, the environment that I found myself in it was always around, surrounded by a computer or somebody who had a computer. You know, and it's just it's just been like that 
parents since I was a little kid until now. Yeah. Um, sort of growing up, sort of through throughout my sort of uh, late teens, early twenties, I had an opportunity to go back to Tokelau, you know, and um, the opportunities were endless over there because it was because it's still a grow, it was still a developing nation and still is now. Yeah. Um, there was opportunities there for people that like, hey, look, you don't have the was you don't have the qualifications or papers. We'll just send you around and get, and get you trained up. <laughs> it's as simple as that. You know? So there were opportunities there that I took full advantage of. And just coming back to New Zealand, just never pursued it. You know, life took over. Yeah. I uh, just never really looked into it until, yeah, I guess five years ago when I decided that I wanted to pursue this. And so being in the, I guess, in the industry now and, and having a better idea of what, <clears throat> what the industry is, you know, where do you see it? So you've been here five years now. So we, I guess... I look at IT as, uh, I guess, the tracks have been laid. So, you know, it used to be a very new thing and people weren't sure where IT would go and, and internet. So I look at it, you know, the tracks have been laid and the trains there. And, and basically, it's a whole bunch of stations now. And mm. You've just got to choose what station you want to end up at. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, so which, where do you see yourself eventually ending up? Yeah, man. So oh. I think, um, yeah, it's, it's funny. I've had this conversation sort of myself, like in... Uh, what was it you know on the drive home and stuff and just sort of thought about that kind of thing so when I first got in I thought man I'm going to be an engineer I'm going to be that software engineer yeah. you know I'm going to be that guy that, that that's on, on the ground for creating stuff yeah, you know yeah. following that whole that software development cycles and you know being agile and I was like yeah I could do that and then I, I guess as the as the years went by I sort of started to discover hey I have a real passion more for more for data yeah. and and more so databases and just uh, and, and SQL and that kind of stuff. So um, I just found that I have like a real, I guess like it's it really appeals to sort of the analytical side of my yeah. brain, nice. you know, yeah, yeah. just keeping things ticking over. So that's, yeah, so that's where I want to be, cool. sort of in that big data yeah, yeah. space. Oh, man, and that's such a huge, I guess big data is the thing right now. And we talk about, you know, when you, when you look at all the different ways with information and, yeah. and different platforms, and I think that's the biggest thing. And, and it's understanding, you know, what what we what we mean by big data. So can we touch mm. it? Can we just geek out a bit and actually go into big data and and talk? Because I guess people think, you know, database and, and SQL, yeah. and all of a sudden it sounds strange and something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it's data. It's, it's you know, put categorizing information. But yeah, I mean, big data. So so what's the big deal? So I think like um for myself, I mean, I haven't really done um, as much as I should be. But my understanding of big data is really about like everything. If you think of everything around you. Mm as being able to be counted yeah. you know like like um apple watches you know it, it counts your steps mm. it knows when you're standing up it knows when you're standing up, it knows when you're asleep you know and all of those are just things that you can count yeah. put that into into a table and all of a sudden you times that by what four and a half million and that's like and and you think of what you can do with that data so that's if you think of one day and what you're doing that one day mm. It's captured on your device. It's captured on, say, your Apple device or whatever. Yeah. You know, you're walking around for an entire day, times over four and a half million, and you get a picture of what people get up to in an entire uh, day. Yeah, yeah. You know, so then from there you're able to take that away, and you can do so much with that. Mm -hmm. So you can, that could be, you could go and take that to a hospital yeah. and say, hey, this is how active these people are in this country, wow. in this city. Kind of thing. Yeah, and now you can use that statistical data to say, okay, well now we've got a portion then this many people are walking so far and i guess it correlates to yeah you know the, the health statistics that we're starting to see wow 100 100 percent. so yeah. like you know and then there's the other side the sales side so like you know you take that same data and you're able to see which people are going to which shops 
what yeah. time of day. Yeah. You know, so like, if you think about it, I don't want, I, I don't want to scare people with this. Eh? So, and, and I think that's a good conversation because I guess where there's, there's data, it gets scary because all of a sudden it's like, well, oh, that's a lot of information. Oh, yeah. And, and so I guess that's a bit, I guess that's probably topical in terms of all this information gathering that, that you're speaking around. And, you know, you, you, we put it on our watches, we put it on our phones. Yeah. And there's all this information. And then, you know, you hear about information being stolen and, and security risks. Uh, so I guess, you know, where does security come into that conversation around data and big data? Yeah, so I guess it's, it's, it's if it's, when it comes to data and it comes to the security element, um, I guess the scary part is, is when you, you're able to put your name to it. Yeah. You know, so like if it's faceless, what I like to call faceless, if it's faceless data that you're using to be able to generalize like a population, mm. cool. But if you're using it to say, hey, there goes Tana. Let's see what Tana did today. Actually, yeah. there goes Tana's name there. Let's just look up his table and see what he was up to today kind of thing. So, you know, I, I guess when it comes to security, the idea here is, is that it, it's anonymized. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it's anonymized, you're fine. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so, so I guess that journey of big data. So you, are you starting like in... And so, so I guess is, you know, there's there's data in terms of cloud technologies, and yeah, yeah. and is that where you're heading to? I guess yeah. So there's a long yeah. I'm, I guess I'm a, I'm, I'm a bit far away from that yet. Okay. So in terms of um, when I talk about big data, I talk about sort of BI and um, cool. yeah, yeah. being able to, as I was saying before, like um, take like uh, take like take like the data that we have sort of in our sales um, out of sort of our CRM, so Salesforce at work. Starting off there and being able to take, um, being able to generate reporting off of the back of that. So how long is it taking us for our service requests? Yeah, know, yeah. On average, from open to close, and being able to generate um, pictures around, you know, the dichotomy of the different kinds of uh, requests that we're getting. Yeah. Etc. 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 Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's, that's the start, and that's, I guess, you know, being in the cloud is where I want to be. Yeah. You know. So, so, and I guess that's so. When I look at. I guess IT and, and I, I guess it's good to hear, you know, especially your industry, you know, there's, you know, you've got five guys as well. And so the, uh, the passion that the reason why I wanted to start the Polytech was, you know, that there is, we represent a really small number in the IT industry. Um, and there's some alarming signs because of, you know, where Pacifica usually fall in terms of what jobs and the industries we're falling in. And so I guess it's how do we move others into the same conversation? Like, why don't others want to, you know, be in IT? Oh, that's easy, bro. Sorry. Yeah. Because it's, it's just a challenging... Um, it's a challenging work ethic to be in because you have to study in one mod <laughs> to get within that kind of uh, space. Hey. And, it, and it's not easy for PI. Yeah. I was okay. always thinking PI, they're like things that's, that's just real easy, like a steak and cheese pie. <laughs> you know, a nightclub-y, rugby league, rugby, when they connect, so easy to learn from that. Mm. But mm. something like this and learning, it's a bit different, eh, when you got to do studying and like homework and, but yeah, man, you do, you, you put them on the, that other half, the clubby, the league, boys they can connect so so easy and flow with that the learning but something like that with with it becomes yeah, a, yeah. A barrier. they'll probably think it's a palangi 
had to learn and study homework. You know, my family and my kids. Yeah, turn this guy's mother. <laughs> no, but that's an awesome point, oh, bro. Shit, no, sorry. seriously. Oh, um, and I guess that's, that's something yeah, I'd like to bring know? up, but I, I guess, Lipo, yeah. to, to your journey, <clears throat> I guess in terms of this book smart and, and the fear of, mm. you know, going down because it's too hard, what was your journey like in terms of that? Yeah, so let's be honest. So I don't have a degree. Yeah. I don't have a degree in IT. I don't have... I don't have sort of um, the only qualifications I have really is just uh, sort of level two, three, and four, um, and just general computing. Mm. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I guess um, if anything, it's all about. Uh, I guess when it comes to sort of that, and that's hey, if that's a, if that's a genuine view, mm-hmm. and I believe that it's a genuine yeah. view, um, I think it just needs to be looked at from the uh, from the perspective of the opportunities that are before you. Yeah. So like getting into an IT company it's yeah, it's hard yeah. it's hard especially if you don't have that qualification mm-hmm. you know but like if it's um if you're determined to get into the industry you will you know so like myself I went in because I just wanted a change in job I wanted to get into the te- I just wanted to get into IT period yeah if that meant that I spent uh, two years in a call center being learning how to learning how to um, I guess articulate myself over the phone to an angry tra- uh, angry truck driver <laughs> yeah. that may not that does not know how to how to use their equipment. Yeah. Then that's exactly what I had to do, you know. And it's all about, like I said, opportunity. Yeah. Um, the the whole computing that came of that came as a result of just wanting to do something about it, you know. So it wasn't anything flash, you know. You learn you learn sort of that um the sort of microsoft skills yeah. that kind of thing and just like a broad overview of what the it world looks like and i'm truly thankful yeah. to the like to the one that put that on and i did two years of that yeah truly thankful because it gives me a better appreciation of where i wanted to be mm-hmm. you know so like yeah 100 percent agree so I, i'm not going to turn around and say hey don't go to uni yeah. hey don't do those courses because it'll definitely give you a preparation but if you but if learning is not your thing and you really want to do it on the spot you know any IT company will, if they see your worth, they will invest in you yeah. and they will give you those opportunities because that's exactly what's happening to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shame, my bro. yeah. yeah. And that's, a, that's an awesome story because I think, uh, you know, us as Pacifica, we do, we, we shy away from the books when it looks like, ah, especially when people say coding is easy, it's like mm. learning a language. Learning languages isn't easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why it's compared to coding as experience compared to learning a language. <laughs> Um, and and so you know, but I I I've, I honestly feel like you know we shouldn't shy away from the the technical isn't as hard as I think maybe it's the yeah. way it's taught makes it hard yeah. for us. But yeah. but I guess talking to the way you're saying that passion and if that because it's something foreign, it it's, it feels like it's something hard. But I guess we've mm. we know like uncles do it all mechanics. Yeah. So it's easy to go. Oh well, I'm going to be a mechanic because I've seen someone do it. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all that's. Personally, I think that's all that's required is that you just they, they just need to see role model more role, PI role models mm-hmm. in that industry. Yeah. I mean, that could be it could be um, say say like when I was when I was sixteen seventeen, you know, I, I just wanted to be a radio presenter. Why? Because I saw that that's what I saw. Yeah. You know? I saw like, I saw like the Maldives with their with their uh, running up their radio stations. I was like, man, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So, getting into IT just wasn't very popular. Mm-hmm. You know, but then I thought, okay, well, we can do that. It'll be popular as blah, 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 blah. And, you know, all the opportunities came into your lung. You know, the rest is uh, history, <laughs> you know. 
So the radio, I guess that, that that's technical as well. So while we're here, so you're no stranger to being in front of the mic. Oh, for And I say that off the back of a two-minute conversation we had about you. Uh, what, what were you doing? You were doing some, uh, it's like uh, poetry rapping. <laughs> what was it called? Hey, 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 hey. Hey, this was about IT. Let's not... Uh... <laughs> Hey, it's all relatable, man. Hey, mate. Now, so the radio, look, look, there's the, there's two different things. So the radio thing was a, the radio thing was just an opportunity over back in Tokelau. So they were looking for people just to say, hey, we're starting up an FM radio station. Who wants to be a part of it? Uh, me and my, yo, let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was an opportunity. And I, yeah, man, I, six years of it, just wow. straight doing it. Yeah. And I just love that job. It's probably my favorite job that I've yeah. done, you know. And the, I guess, the setup stuff, like, did you get deep into that or you just uh, like being in front of the mic? Yeah, no, no, no. So I got to the point where it was um, really, just really shortly. So um, within two years or so, station manager, it's nothing big. It's probably yeah. about the size of this, probably about the size of the studio that we're yeah. in today. Oh, um, so huge. So huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> this was actually a lot bigger. A lot bigger. But there's, um, but like it was... It was more about like, um, you know, sort of the technical side. So, you know, setting up, uh, we had like one mixer, two mics, and the transmitter. Transmitter was like a five, was it was like a five-watt transmitter or something. <laughs> yeah. Had like a 1K radius or something, something like that. Something really, really, really basic. But it was fun. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Oh, see, and I guess that's the thing. So as much as you... It's been learning on the go, I guess you're, you're yeah, throughout all... all oh, this. mate, yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, we're not going to touch on the other stuff, bro. Don't you ever <laughs> chuck me under the bus like that. <laughs> I just thought you might have had one prepared since uh, you were jumping well, on a mic. Since you're asking that. <laughs> hey. Oh, cool. So uh, going back to E-Road, so I used to work at TNG, and I guess in terms of the technology, I don't know how much you can talk to it, but can you... Mm. Are you allowed to, you know, kind of give us a brief about yeah. you know, what Eero does um, and what it does, you know, talking yeah. about trucks and stuff? Yeah, so um, if we think of, if you think of trucks and trailers, um, heavy vehicles that are, that, what was it, vehicles that are heavier than three and a half ton, mm. uh, they have to have like a, like an independent distance reader on it, yeah? So like a lot of the trucks and trailers, they have like a... they have what, what they call a, a hubbardometer sitting on the that wheel. thing on the wheel, yeah? Yeah, that's the yeah. one. So like... Um, like all diesel vehicles, you have to pay for your distance up front. You pay for um, that's that's why diesel's so cheap because mm. you pay taxes independently for your, they're called road users, right. yeah? yeah. So what Eero does is that uh, the I, I guess the the basic solution for them was to take um, was to take the hubbardometer because it's prone because it's a mechanical device that's prone to failure yeah. um, and is prone to um, tampering. I guess what they do is that they take the distance recorder and they use GPS. And off, the, off the back of uh, sort of GPS distancing and um, speed pulses off the gearbox of a vehicle, off a truck, or like the or like a speed pulse sensor on the on the axle of a trailer, oh. they're able to sort of uh, calculate distance that way. So the idea was that it would be a, um, is that your road users would be a lot more accurate. Hmm. You'll be um, saving money because you're not buying it upfront all the time. So the so the application is you calculate your distance. Using that plus a portal straight to the NZTA, you're able to purchase your road users and purchase them. Um, so it'll you're able to. I, I guess what you're able to do is that you're able to um, you're able to save money because you know exactly how much you're using. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and you're able to get a lot more analytical. And then the, the applications from there just extend into things like um, calculating off-road off-road usage. You know, so if you if your truck goes off 
off the main road so say like a logging truck or something mm. you're able to claim back on that distance that you travel oh, well, you're able to prove that kind of stuff you know yeah, yeah. um so, uh, so you do that as part of your service for the customers and, and no so that's uh, a lot of the what we do is self-service yeah you give all the information to your customers yeah 100 wow. so there's like a customer portal that we run so that's the that's the that's the <clears throat> software product yeah so it's just a portal that they go into it's all self-service if they have problems then they come to us ah, okay, yeah. yeah so I think that's then that's the start of what they call telematics. Yeah, and telematics yeah. is like another branch of IT that mm. works with um, that works along with big data. Yeah, and that's yeah, it, it gets endless. The mind boggles in yeah, that area. Yeah. So like um, you know, and it gets as infinitesimal. So you can get to the point where it's more you can drive behavior of your drivers. Mm-hmm. So things like um, so we have a product out at the moment called uh, eHubo Two. It's like a, it's still a distance recorder, but it does so much more. You know, you're able, it has a touch screen. You're able, it gives instant feedback to the driver. So if the driver is driving along and they're speeding, it'll tell them it'll tell them it'll tell them the speed that they're doing. And if they're driving over the speed limit of the road that they're on, yeah. it'll tell them so to slow down. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's those kinds of things. So it's yeah. instant feedback. You know, if they're hitting the brakes, hitting the anchors too hard, if they're like, you know, got a heavy foot, it'll tell them that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so so I guess in terms of your big data and, and wanting to, you know, look into that kind of, do you see yourself staying in this kind of industry, in this transport industry in terms of that data? Or? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of opportunity, yeah, mm-hmm. especially just to carve out a niche for yourself. Um, it, it sort of brings up, brings to mind sort of the, I, I guess like, um, going down that whole BI or that business insight route yeah, yeah. being able to provide that kind of service for a customer and being yeah. like oh, yo I've got this I've got these reports set up for you this is what I can tell you about your business you know that's sort of the the route I want to take and, yeah, yeah. you know if it means sort of being self-employed doing that kind of thing yeah man 100% and just furthering that that conversation around help of yeah I, I can just give you more information just to make it easier yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or even be able, being able to not so much give information but like um Build pictures is the way I like to put it. So building pictures for them to show, hey, yo, okay. So in this past year, you've been the or was it in this past year? I reckon that you can, um, you, you spent X amount of dollars. This is where they've gone. Yeah. I reckon I can make you, you know, I can I can decrease your, I can I can sort of um, make adjustments to the way that you're doing things. You know, take optimizing your routes, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, to save you a little bit more money or save you a little bit more time nice. so that you're on. You know. Yeah. So giving out all your secrets, man. <laughs> it's nothing new. It honestly, yeah, is it's it nothing is. new. But and that's you know, that's the huge thing about IT is that uh, I guess they we're constantly looking at ways to automate, taking the human out of the picture. Be, but the biggest thing that always comes back to IT is there's always a wizard behind the curtain. Oh yeah, uh, there's always someone. So it's being able to. <laughs> so with the virtual uh, conversation, I just want to. To revert that to like the NRL and our Warriors, because that was so powerful. That conversation, I was thinking like, can we like maybe transfer it to the Warriors or something to give them some? I don't know because of Stephen Kearney was sacked. How can our Warriors, if if I am allowed, apologies for interfering? Because the way you're talking, I was thinking like, oh shit, this guy. And I was thinking like. For our wars, I mean, yeah, I mean, is there a concept or something like that that we, that we can throw towards our bros over over Norris? I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Give some, so like we're all not like him, but so like, oh no, it's okay, boys. Um, yeah, Stephen Curry. Yeah. So how can 
I mean, can we give them some kind of something, man? You know, just, you know, like that one all night. Oh, yeah, you're going to bloody be useless. I mean, because the way when I was hearing you guys, your conversation, that's, that's positivity and whatnot. Can we, like, maybe put some... Something over to that, bro. I can invite you to the footy show if you want to come to the, the you know, NRL footy show. <laughs> yeah, because I thought, like, you know, some positivity like that and, you know, something towards sports. If that, if, if, if I'm, if I'm, uh, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not too brainy, bro. Did you have something? You said no, you no, no, something? no, no, no. I was going to say, I was, I was going to say, um, also in terms of, I was, I was sort of looking down a different track. So, like, the idea was, is that, um, when we're talking about big data again, um, and like all the NRL, so all the NRL players now yeah, wear yeah, um, GPS trackers, trackers, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's just like another idea if, you're, if I wanted to sort of, um, that, that, <clears throat> that kind of data's not hard, mm-hmm. you know, because it tracks where they're going back and forth along yeah. the field, and you're able to trace, you know, like um, you're able to see straight away corridors, you're able yeah. to see straight away, um, or was it where someone's hi- when, when someone's hiding, in a corner on the wing, yeah, and not, yeah, you know, you not getting in. mapped out and yeah, yeah, yeah you're able to yeah. see that kind of stuff. So that's you know, just another idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and I, and I don't, surely they must be using that kind of data because, yeah. and I think that's one. I love the stats that they have in in, in rugby. You know, all that stuff is, and it just you know gives so much good insight into you know what teams are doing and you know tackles made and all those kind of stats. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Imagine if they made that open source. Can you imagine that? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Just grabbing all that data that's yeah. so much there available, and, and just being able to help teams with that. Yeah, but imagine like the punters, you know, taking that to the TAB. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can build that up. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just thought after hearing you guys that, that inspiration of that conversation, because mm. listening to you both, I was thinking like, if I was talking with my bros, there's no way we can talk of it intellectual you know kind of like the way you were talking because i think oh no way bro we we're talking oh now bro it's gonna bro no no bro smash it yeah but when i heard you guys tell us what the blip blip yes no way we were just like the blues bleep chiefs bleep ah, it's nice to hear though Shop, bro. Shop. Nice to hear, man. And education, and hopefully our kids and that. You know, I was telling my kids and whatnot, you know, education. Don't worry, people say, because, you know, all these things with racism. It's like, ah, oh, hurts me, man. But I'll tell my kids, don't worry, man, if they say, oh, I'm going to bleed. That's all good, man. That's all good, eh? It's not usually that, this bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, man. Hey, you got um, you got anything else going around, like other than the the road You got any side projects? Um, yeah, actually, actually, at the moment, um, sort of, sort of, sort of work my way towards that goal of sort of that data insight oh, nice and business bro. insights. Bro, I think bro. one of the things bro. I've been doing is trying to work on sort of my Excel I, skills I, yeah. I in terms of um, sort of like digging a little, bro, digging a little bit uh, deeper. Jacob. Sorry, bro. <laughs> <Jacob>. <laughs> hey. <laughs> have a drink after sorry. Apologies. Apologies. Sorry. Apologies. You, no, 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 no. <laughs> sorry, it can all be edited. Yeah. Sorry, brother. Sorry, bro. So back to your, your Excel stuff oh. you're getting into. No, so it was all about just um, being able to, 
find ways to so i've had like a side project everybody you know has a has a sort of a weekend thing they do some people work on their cars other people build stuff some people just watch the nrl for the sake of watching the nrl um one of the things i wanted to do was just try and build a um i guess like a spreadsheet so i run like a pix comp at work you know got a got a few people that love the nrl you know warrior supporters there's a manly supporter there's uh, the bunny supporter uh-huh. Broncos kind of thing. So yeah, there, there's a dichotomy of them out there. But I guess for myself, it was all I found it really, really hard trying to keep up. You know, because I was trying to, what I did is I flick out all the picks, they flick them back, and then managing that. Uh, yeah, trying to manage that. Yeah, and it was really, really hard. So I was like, man, I've got to do something about this. So I used that as a project to be able to learn how how I can build that for myself to automate it. You know, it's as simple as that. And that's going well now. Yeah, man, hundred percent. So. You know, it's um, it's really, really, it's a real big eye opener because it's like you you start to discover, oh shucks, actually this is what the guy, this is what the PDE guys do. You know, the the engineers. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're yeah. like, oh, it's never going to work the first time. Oh, oh, there's this bug. Oh, there's this bug. And yeah. you know, and you go through the whole the same cycle, I guess, yeah. of developing it and then like um, doing another rollout, a rollout and stuff, and just it's cool. Yeah, man, and I think that's why I guess it's always good to know that you've got a side project that's just that. You know, that keeping hungry around, you know, especially technology because it's moving so fast. Oh, man, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. It's, yeah. So, like, um, you know, I could just talk forever about that kind yeah. of stuff. But, yeah, it's, uh, I guess um, it's one thing, I guess, to try and keep up with the times. Mm. Um, but I guess you got to have, like, a, I guess you got to have, like, a grounding somewhere at least, you know, like a, like a, like a foundation to start from. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, here's something for you: the Blues. All of a sudden, they're winning because of Bowden Barrett, the DC, the Parlang is coming. <laughs> I could honest, some almost said, bro, if they never came in, I think that was covered off on the last camera. They would never dance like that, bro. They would ne- they they only showing off because of this or that. Honestly, man, they will never dance like that if they never like. You know, they're just Maori Pacifica Auckland. <laughs> After the game, the <laughs> nightclubs, Seki, but oh, 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 I don't know. What's what's your opinion on that then? Or you or everyone? Uh, it's <laughs> sorry, bro. This guy's throwing me, man. You you want to take this anywhere else? This conversation? Oh, sorry, man. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I, I was just getting so. I could talk I about just, the statistics of the. Uh... <laughs> The Blues, the Warriors, Stephen Kearney. Yeah, sorry, I apologise for jumping in. Apologies. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So, uh, hey, where, where can people get a hold of you, man, if they want to hit you up throughout this this journey at E-Road or just, you know, around Big Data, you know, yeah, you man. find you on social? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just Hulipo Yupati. Um, Yupati, I-U-P-A-T-I. Small family, so, you know, not hard to find. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just Phil. Everybody calls me Phil. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. So, like, you know, being like Tana, is yeah. it just Tana or is it short for something else? You're not Tana. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so short for Jonathan. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, let me ask you this: being in like uh, being in corporate, right? Yeah. How many times have you had to? Was it? Did you intentionally shorten your name because you were going into that environment, or has it always been like that? Well, yeah. So, it's, uh, my parents, I think they they look. They consciously did it when I was little, so I've always been Tana right through okay. you know, schooling. Just, like that, I think they just, you know, came from Samoa and knew, oh, they're, 
people are going to struggle with this kid's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they took me to school and put me in into Tana. So yeah, I think it's oh, always been like that. Okay. It's always okay. been okay. like that. Yeah. So yeah, so you know your first name is hyphenated. So yeah. do, do people attempt but the full name? No. So my legal my legal name is actually just Hulipo. Okay. Hulipo Fakatunga is um is a traditional name. There. How do you say Hulipo? Hulipo. So if you think of a W and an H. Hulipo. Yeah, Hulipo. Yeah. Mexican, man. Yeah. That's where it came from, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peruvian, actually. But yeah, okay. Awesome, bro. Hey, thank you for jumping on the podcast, bro. Uh, you know, we're going to have to get you back on the 135 and, and delve into some of your poetry, bro. Oh, for... mate. No, 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 no. You don't, you don't want to chase people away bro. now. Come on. <laughs> hey, uh, any yeah. last words for our listeners, man? Anyone who's wanting to get into IT? You know, the hardest thing people always say, well, where do I start? Mm. People start talking coding languages. I guess, you know, from, mm. from your own experience, bro, where would you, someone came, I want to get into IT. Where do I start, Lipo? Uh, yeah, okay. So... If you, you you want to get you wanted to get into IT, I would say just start from them. Keep it basic, mm. you know. Ask yourself what is it? What, what's your bottom line? And just align See. and find a find an area in IT that, that that matches your bottom line. So for me, it's helping people. Nice, you know. Um, I hundred percent just hundred percent say go and study, but be be very um. Be very mindful. Be very, I guess, be very. um, If anything, be very vigilant. Or uh, vigilant. Don't know what the word is, bro. (laughs) The bro's throwing me over here. (laughs) (laughs) Vigilant. Just trying to be, trying to be serious for a second, and the brother just throwing me. Wow, bro. If anything, look. you want to get into IT because you want to get into IT. Don't you know? You go surround yourself with people that have worked there. Mm-hmm. Go find yourself a mentor. Go find yourself people that um, that are going to support your journey. Sick. If you want to do it, you're going to do it. You know, yes. you know, like passion will take you so far, but then you got to be learnable. You got to be able to you know move the change and stuff. You know, so. I proved you, Dad. I proved you. This guy. Last time. Oh, sorry, sorry. Last time I picked you. <laughs> the one time you bring your mate. No, but yeah, I guess like yeah, if you get, if you want to do it, you'll get into it. You'll find a way to get into it. Awesome, bro. Hey, yeah. look up it up. I'll, I'll put the link in the in the end of the bio, bro. But uh, thank you so much for jumping on here, boys. Nothing else to say, bro. Sure, bro. <laughs> thank you. I can't lie to you, man. Oh, aren't you glad I brought my laptop? <laughs> Thank you. 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 Thank you.